0: Hey, welcome home to Cassidy. My name is Stephen Mitchell, and it is a great joy to be here. I am so excited uh, to be here, to be able to be a part of what God is continuing to do in and through us, that God is calling us to be a part of his kingdom-building activity, that God is calling us to be uh, people of, of, of love and compassion where we go into the world and make a difference in the world around us, in our families, in our Communities and in the world at large that we can make a difference. For Jesus Christ. If you're new here, I just wanted to say you're welcome here. We're excited that you are with us. Whether you're joining us online or in person, thank you so much for spending a portion of your day together with us that that together we can celebrate who God is and what God is doing, that we can worship and and give thanks to God for the love that He has shared with us and for the, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And so if you are new here, you picked a great time to join us. We're starting a brand new worship series called Chasing Carrots, The Endless Pursuit of More. Uh, the whole idea behind this uh, series comes from, uh, and I don't, know, I don't know that it's so great, but it's the idea of the carrot or the stick. If you're, if you're familiar with this, the, the way that uh, people have, have Encouraged, we'll put it that way, have encouraged donkeys to uh, be helpful on the farm, like to carry things or to move in a specific direction, uh, has been done with either a carrot or a stick. Uh, the carrot on the stick. So they would dangle a carrot in front of the donkey off of a stick so that the donkey would see the food right out in front of it and would walk toward it, uh, it, it except it was on the rider and, and it would continue going in the direction that the rider wanted the donkey to go. And then if the donkey decided the donkey didn't want to go in that direction, then they could get just the stick, which wasn't the pleasant part. Uh, so it was this idea of encouragement, uh, of of possible uh, possible gift or possible uh, blessing or possible good things versus the stick by itself, which was not a good thing at all. (laughs) So the idea of the carrot and the stick, uh, for me, really comes from who are you letting have control of the carrot or the stick? Uh, who, who has the power to, to get you to go in a specific way? Who has the ability to move you in a certain direction? Or what has the ability to move you in that certain direction? And, and, and so the idea for, uh, for chasing carrots is just this mindset that a lot of times we pursue the wrong things in the world. We are desiring the wrong things because instead of desiring God, we desire the things of the world. Instead of desiring God, we pursue things like fame and fortune and, and approval and comfort. And so what does it look like to really recognize that. How can we move away from that? How can we allow God to have more control in our life? And how can we live fully into the hope, into the promise of what God has in mind for us? And we're going to start this week by talking about fame. The idea of being known, if you remember uh, in the 80s, uh, I know not everybody does, but I'm going to do it just because I loved the song. It was a great year. 1980 was a great year for a song. Uh, the song came out was fame. I was a whopping 10 years old, but I remember it because a movie came out called Fame, which was a musical. I don't, uh, you know, this isn't a go and rent and watch this Uh, they had a song in it that really mattered to me because I was too young to watch the movie, Uh, but I liked the song. The song was called, crazy enough, Fame. Uh, One of the lines says, I'm going to make it to heaven. Light up the sky like a flame. I'm going to live forever. Baby, remember my name. Fame! Fame! (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. y'all probably uh, would all leave. So the whole idea though, is that this this concept of fame is is a pursuit. I, I want people to know who I am. I want people to recognize me. I want people to think highly of me and and many of us, many of us hear the word fame, and we think, you know uh, that's not really my problem. I, I'm not pursuing or chasing fame, and the reality is that each and every one of us is pursuing fame you are pursuing fame whether you recognize it or not maybe not on the largest scale of world popularity but in the in the realms of influence and in the relationships you have you truly are seeking to be known more broadly or to be loved or admired or accepted for who you are, your platform is yourself, and what you're promoting is your identity and the way that others perceive you. Uh, and and what's <laughs> what's crazy is I, I'm not immune to this. I am definitely not immune to this. I have a very special friend named Amy. And Amy and I, uh, we she works at the hospital, and so uh, when she is at work, she sometimes she works overnight, and, and so I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something romantic and special, right? Uh, I am going to uh, take her dinner, and and one night uh, it was pouring down rain, and, and I knew that in her office there are no windows. There are no windows and she's in the middle of floors and so she's not going to know that it's raining. And so I sent her a text. I was like, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you were still okay to have dinner because sometimes at the hospital it gets busy, she doesn't have time. And she responded, yes, I'd love dinner. And I was like, okay, just so you know, just so you know, it's pouring down rain like cats and dogs outside. And she responded, oh, well, you don't have to come. And my whole desire for that wasn't so that she would tell me I didn't have to go. It was so that she would know the lengths of which I would go to to bring dinner to her, that I just wanted her to know that it was raining so she would think more highly of me when I brought the meal to her. And and you know, honestly, just by saying that now, I'm feeling like maybe you, maybe some of you will be like, Oh, he's so thoughtful. <laughs> it's it's a vicious cycle, and, and the problem is it's easy to fall into the desire, the pursuit. Of what I call micro doses of fame—these little bursts of fame—not on on a big scale, but with the people you already know, the people you see each and every day that you want them to think more highly of you, you want them to be more enamored of you, or or to see you in a different light. And friends, we see this each and every day in the world around us and in our lives. If we're honest with ourselves, we we pursue this same kind of thing. And, and what's even worse is the more broad sense of fame is a serious problem in our world for younger folks. Uh, did you know, and I didn't write this study, I'm just quoting from it, that in the age bracket of 10 to 12-year-olds, in the age bracket of 10 to 12-year-olds, the they would rather be famous than anything else. To be famous is the goal of most 10 to 12-year-olds. It's not money. It's not achievement. It's not community. It's not safety. It's not security. It is none of those things. It is fame. They want to be known because they see others that are known and they think, I should be like that. Uh, 22 to 37-year-olds we're not out of the woods yet, one in 12 would disown their family to be a household name. Most of them, most of them believe that, (laughs) I love this, most of them believe that their life should be made into a movie, uh, that their their life is, is compelling enough that it should be made into a movie. One in nine would say, I won't marry if I could be famous. One in six would give up having kids uh, to be famous, and and that number probably goes up and down depending on how the children are behaving that day. Uh, you know, it's it's this idea, this this idea to pursue fame that's problematic. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being famous on its own. It's not problematic to be famous. As a matter of fact, it's hard not to be famous if you're the best at something. If you're the best football player in the world, you're pretty famous. If you're the best uh, European football player, I was going to say soccer, but if you're the best at soccer, it's going to be hard not to be famous. If you're the best musician or the hottest band, it's hard not to be famous. Fame by itself is not problematic. To be known, to be famous, isn't the thing that gets people's attention or or the thing that's problematic. The thing that's problematic is when we pursue that fame. As a matter of fact, in, in the Old Testament, there was a king of Israel named David, and David's fame was useful to the building of God's kingdom. God God used David to make his name, God's name, famous. It says this in 1 Chronicles in the Old Testament. So David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. David's military prowess, his skill on the battlefield made him famous. There's nothing wrong with being famous. As a matter of fact, God uses fame sometimes to promote his kingdom, to get his name out there. Uh, And and so we need to understand that, that there's nothing wrong with being famous, but pursuing fame can be dangerous to your faith. Pursuing fame, seeking to be famous, striving for other people to think you are somebody else or, or to promote yourself in the eyes of others can be dangerous to your faith. Uh, the truth is that that is where the problem lies. It's not the idea of, of being famous itself. And, and, you know, to be totally honest, uh, being famous isn't all it's cracked up to be. You ask most people who are famous, and they would say that fame is not what they thought it would be. Jim Carrey says this, I hope everybody could get rich and famous and will have everything they ever dreamed of so they will know that it's not the answer. Uh, Famous, being famous isn't all it's cracked up to be, And, and As a matter of fact, it it can be difficult to live with the spotlight on you 24-7. Pursuing fame can be dangerous to your faith. And the hard part is that fame is easier now than it ever has been. Fame can be a click away, a photo, uh, a funny comment, a goofy dance. Whatever it is can change the trajectory of your, uh, your fame status. There was a kid named Alex. Uh, he was at Target, and uh, maybe you remember this, but a while back, a few years ago, somebody took a picture of him and said, "Oh, cute boy, cute checker at Target." His name was Alex. Uh, he was checking people uh, you know doing, working at Target, and they, this girl just took a picture of him and, and said, "Oh this, this guy was cute." At the beginning of the day, he had 133 Twitter followers. By the end of the day, he had over 300,000 followers. And by the end of the week, he was on CNN. He he became famous because somebody thought he was cute. Fame is so easy to find that now people are pursuing it to to promote themselves. The, The pursuit of fame moves the trajectory of your life away from God, away from others, and toward yourself. It's trying to elevate your status, yourself, to have other people notice you. And we do it in so many different ways. I, like I said, it's just a click away. And now people are taking time and energy and effort so that they can build their personal brand. I, lo- I, lo- I love this language. That that. They, they are so valuable that they want to promote themselves, and they use filters so that their pictures look thinner, or that their lips look fuller, or that their complexion looks better. And, and they are trying to have other people recognize them. They're trying to become famous, and the pursuit of fame can be problematic to our faith. And, and the truth is we're called to live differently. We're called not to pursue our own fame, but as followers of Jesus, we're called to give the fame to God, to point to God. We're called to live differently. One of the best examples of this comes from the New Testament from a guy named John John was a street preacher, actually a desert street preacher. Um, John the Baptist was the cousin of Jesus. He preached in the desert, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And people went to him. He was famous in his own way. People would go out by, by the hundreds to see him by, by the, the rivers so that they could be baptized and repent of their sins. And, and he had a following, and that following was growing and gaining traction. And then Jesus came on the scene. And John started saying things like, I'm not even fit to tie his sandals. There's the Lamb of God. I'm not the one you should be following. That's the one you should be following. And his, his disciples came to him and were like, hey, this guy is, is taking some of our followers away. I mean, this is the, the, the example couldn't be more apt for today because we're after followers. We want people to see us online. We want people to recognize us in, in the, the areas that we live in. And, and John, faced with that same problem, doesn't respond, well, we need to do something to improve our brand. Instead, John says, he must become greater, I must become less. John's desire wasn't for himself, he wasn't pursuing fame, he was pursuing God. And that's what we need to be after, that's whose we are and what we are all about. And so really, the question for us is, how do we embrace that kind of a mindset? How can we allow our faith in God and our desire to be more like Jesus, to be the thing that directs us? Not so that we are more well-known, but that God is more well-known. Not that we are famous, but that God is famous. And the first question I have for us is, who are you trying to make famous? Who is it that you're trying to make famous? is it yourself? Are you seeking fame for your own benefit? Or are you trying to point the way to God? This is is what we've been called to. This is what we are all about. We as followers of Jesus Christ are to show people the love and grace of the Father so that they can come into relationship with Him. You're not called to be famous. You're called to be faithful. You're not called to be the one that stands out for your own benefit, but instead the one that points the way back to the Father through the Son in the power of the Spirit. You are called to be faithful servants of the God Most High. You are called to point out that direction. You are called not to increase your own portfolio and your own recognition, but instead to point the light to the light of the world, and to share God's love and grace. And then the second question I have is, whose opinion matters most? Who is it that you are seeking approval from? Who is it that you're trying to be famous to? Is it yourself that you're you're trying to get people to recognize you, and, and so the crowd's opinion is what matters most. The internet's opinion is what matters most. The the people around you's opinion is what matters most. And, And I want to encourage this. Don't live for the applause of the crowd. Live for the approval of God. Don't live so that people around you think you're great. Live for God's approval so that you can point the way back to God, so that you can share who God is. Remember, we're called to be like Christ, pointing out the Father to everyone we come in contact with. And Paul reminds us of this in 2 Corinthians. In the New Testament, he writes this letter to the church in Corinth, and he says this, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making His appeal through us, We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. We're we're not here for our own fame. We are here to raise the banner of Jesus Christ high. And, And if we are living in that way, chasing after fame, we have to recognize that we're subject to the whims of others. Whatever the crowd is thinking, whatever's popular, whatever's cool, whatever's hip, that's what you need to be after. That's how you need to pursue it. That's that's what it's going to cost you, is always needing to know what is important to others. And you're subject to the whim and will of them instead of the whim and will of God. Chasing after fame means you're subject to their will. Chasing after God means you have already received eternal approval that you have already received a a love and grace and and God desires a relationship with you that we can start to see ourselves as God's most prized possession, that we are precious to God. And if we're precious to God, if we are precious in the eyes of God, that God would, would... desire our relationship so badly that He would leave heaven itself to become one of us, to share His life with us, to teach us about the Father, to reveal to us His desire and design for redemption and restoration, that He would give His own life so that you may have life in Him. That if that's the links with which God would go for us, that we are precious to God. And if we are known by God, we don't have to pursue fame. We are already famous. Famous in the eyes of the one who created the heavens and the earth. Famous in the eyes of the ones who set the stars in motion and and built the world itself, famous in the eyes of the one who loves us so much that he pursues us into the darkness to bring us home into the light. That is the fame that we seek. We seek to lift up the fame of, of not ourselves, but the fame of God himself and to share that love and grace with everyone we come in contact with, to point the way back to the Father, to reveal the truth that we have received, we must decrease so that God can increase. May there be more of God in our lives this day than there was in the days before, and tomorrow may it be even more so. Let's pray. Gracious and almighty God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift you give us in Jesus Christ that we have received all that we need to for life and for the pursuit of your name and your fame. Help us to share with others your hope, the the promise of life eternal, the the restoration from brokenness, the redemption and return from sin and death, and, and life, not just a little bit of life, but eternal life in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to to latch on to that and not pursue our own fame, but instead to, to point the way to you, to share love and grace, to reveal your love for the world in our lives. God, help us to take this seriously. Help us to seek after you in everything we do, in everything we are. Father, pour your Spirit out upon us that we can be transformed into your likeness so that we can share that likeness with the world. God, we pray this in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And each and every one of us agreed and said, amen.